Episode 22, Telling the Truth, A Luxury of Growing Older. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. My guest today is Jackie Spinks. I saw a poll the other day asking young people what's the best thing in life would be, and their number one answer was celebrity, and the last on the list of ten was God. Being famous for a couple of years was more exciting to them than spending eternity being famous, gorgeous, divinely happy, and whatever. While I'm not yet at the stage where I'm shuffling down the hall, dragging my IV behind me and looking around wildly for a nurse as I await the arrival of the Grim Reaper, I am 78 years old and am where I yearn for an afterlife where I can be with my beloved second husband and can get up off the floor without having to grab onto something to do it. But all in all, I've missed the boat. I had the bad luck to be an atheist. I would like to understand religious people, but can't, as when I contemplate what makes religious makes religion so attractive to people, the only thing I can come up with is that when they die, they would go to that perfect place. My problem here is that if I knew for sure that I could go over this particular bump of death and be with Bill, look young, be slim, see all my old friends, be free of anxiety and worry, etc., you couldn't hold me back. Yet all the deeply religious people I know traipse from doctor to doctor, make some doctor's office their second home, hoping some pill will stay their time on earth and they'd be able to rid themselves of whatever is keeping them from heaven's gate. They call 911 more assiduously than even the non-religious. I can't understand why they would prefer to live in this cruel, greedy, stratified place rather than go over that particular hump and live in the perfect heavenly place. Looking at, like, looking at it coldly, I can only surmise that deep in their unconscious, they don't quite believe there's a heaven after that bump. I mean, if I had an even semi-deistic certainty I'd be in heaven, I'd be looking forward to my final sleep. As for the fear of pain, even a lethal injection of a painless death is avoided by them. So what is it all about? Well, I was raised in a not very religious Mormon household, but don't tell anyone. Although let's be objective about Jesus and Joseph Smith, both of whom were prophets. Although Joe would have to be classified as the black sheep brother to Jesus. Who knows if Jesus married Magdalena? But it is quietly, widely known that although Joseph had a couple of carloads of wives, he nevertheless bestowed his divine semen on scores of lovely women. From my history books, I've learned that in 400 BC, these big shot priests got together at the Council of Nicaea, headed up by the Emperor Constantine, and had an argument, one side asserting they wanted to make Jesus divine and the other side saying, no, he was just a regular guy like us. Big shots during that time, by the way, were often of vir virgin births. Did you know that? 
Anyhow, the side that wanted to make him divine won the argument, and so these few guys changed the world. Wonder what would have happened if they had gone the other way. I've always feared telling people I was an atheist, so I always said I was agnostic. When I was stuck and had to tell my religion one time when I entered the hospital, I didn't want to admit to that dumb clucks, lowbrow Mormon tag, and at the same time remembering that joke about agnostics. The joke was, what's an agnostic? Answer, an agnostic is a guy with a yellow streak down his back. So I didn't want to say I was an agnostic either. At the same time, I was fearful that if I said atheist, some fervent religious hospital caregiver would give me a lethal injection. So as I'd gone to a Presbyterian youth group a couple of times, I said, I'm a Presbyterian. I mean, saying you're an atheist is so republican. I might as well be saying I'm a serial killer. The response is about the same. Oh, gross out. Then a look of repulsion and rejection from the other party. With the other party slinking away like I've contaminated them, or might pull out a forty-five and give it to them right between the eyes. So it does take more courage to say one is an atheist than I had at the time. But considering all these anti-religious books like Religion is a Delusion on the bestseller list, there may be more room out there for us atheists. Hope they aren't as lily-livered as I am. So I am told in the end all of the non-believers will fall to the floor and beg for salvation. As a beast with horns, cloven hoofs, and 666 covering him everywhere will gallop up with the four horsemen, and how we atheists will suffer. Those ancient authors who wrote revelations sure knew how to put out a bestseller horror story. My guest today has been Jackie Spinks. She tells the truth today from Bellingham, Washington. This is Retirement Talk. You can contact us at our website, retirementtalk.org. I'm Del Lowry. Linda Sutherland performs the Bach. <laughs>